Alice Magato. Yes. I'm so glad that um, I finally pronounced that correctly because every time I say your name, I want to say Magato. Something so terrible was yesterday I was at an appearance and someone asked me how to pronounce my last name and I pronounced it wrong. You did not. <laughs> Because I'm so used to people mispronouncing it. And I said, no, it's Magato. And then I was like, I can't go back on it I now. I have so you just wrote it? Yeah, I was just like, that, that's what it that's is. That's what it is. Your confidence, girl. Well, I think that's your confidence, your calm, confident, and natural confidence. That's a prime example of, it, of expressing there. I think Internally, how- I was like... Freaking, freaking out. out. I was like, what is wrong with me? No but, one knows. But I think that's how you got to where you are today. Like In those moments when you're freaking out, mm-hmm. do you consciously know that everyone thinks you got it under control? Yeah, because I'm just... I've, so I grew up being an actress, and I know how oh, to kind of okay. keep that cool, calm, and collected gotcha. look about me. So, Alice, so you're on our show today. Thank you very much for being on Person yeah. of Interest. Jeff is at... Um, he couldn't be here today. Um, so I'm very happy that I get to do yes. this. So you are Miss Ohio. I am. And you just competed for... Miss USA. Miss USA. So now you're back on your strict schedule of eating and bikini season, et cetera? Just trying to get back to it. I um, met with some modeling agencies in Chicago to kind of kickstart everything this past week. And I was kind of a kick in in the butt. Um, It was good. It was different. It was my first time in that market. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's weird because you walk in and you know they're just looking at how you look even though they're like wanting to know about you they're like it doesn't matter what like what story I have to share it's just how I look and the first thing they do is measure your height okay it's frightening so literally they have a measuring tape on the wall and before they even introduce you to anyone they say hey come measure come come let's check your height and I wore these sneakers which have a one inch platform on them so I was like I hope they let me do it in my sneakers, and it would give me an extra inch. Yeah. They made me take my shoes off and stand there. So why is it so terrifying to get... I mean, I guess I understand why... But, because, but, but you can't change how tall you are. Right. So you know what you got but going into it? There's, in Chicago at least, the height line is like 5'9", five 5'8", five and I'm 5'7". Oh. So on these modeling pages or the agency's websites, they'll say, do not come unless you are 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, and of course, gotcha. people who are an inch or two shorter are like, oh, I'm just going to test my luck and do it yeah. anyways. So I was like, I have an inch on my shoe. Like, if they just give me that inch, I'm... I'm good. Isn't the famous Kate Moss only 5'7"? Yes, yeah. So there's ways to make up for it, I definitely think. But Chicago is very traditional still and um, more on the fashion side. And everyone I met with was super nice. And they were just kind of like, your market's more L.A. and Miami because you're 5'7". I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. Like, Chicago gets cold in the winter. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm gonna. I'm waiting to hear back from them. Nothing happens while you're there. Um, everything goes through my local agent. So, okay. I'm just waiting around. Well, good now. luck to all of that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah it, and I it think was it's a really... step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, gotta gotta put yourself out there. It is. You know, the thing about it is, what seems really great is that you're not taking it personally. You understand the business, no, right? And, you know, like I just want. To, I know what I have to offer, and mm-hmm. I want to put myself in the greatest like recipe for success. Yes. I think yep. is great. So, like, growing up, so you're, tell us about where you're from. So, I was born in Texas. Okay. Uh, I lived there for a year, and then we moved to Detroit, where okay. my brother was born, and okay. he is two years younger than me, 
And then we moved to Ohio and lived in Cincinnati for a while, moved to Toledo, moved back to Cincinnati after that. Oh, wow. Is this because of your dad's job? So my mom has worked for nonprofits her whole life, and she's a fundraiser. So she's constantly Mm -hmm. looking for new projects, and she kind of goes where the work is. And my dad's an art teacher, so he can kind of go wherever. Uh, So, yeah, we moved around a lot. My mom has like a three-month inch itch we always joke about that she like has to have a new job after three months wow not three months three years okay yeah yeah. that's more sensible so she's always she just started a new job she's based out in new york now i found out yesterday i'm going to australia with her oh great in november so that was cool that's super cool she's working for because now she's in new york she's so she's works remotely but she has to go to new york maybe twice a month gotcha yeah which is awesome so she's home a decent amount all right just working and so let's do the cincinnati questions where did Mm -hmm. you go to school i went to seton high school i graduated from there i started at walnut hills Mm -hmm. i was there for four years because i went through seventh grade and then decided to transfer to Seton, and then I'm at UC right now. That's awesome. Yeah. We have similar paths. Well, I mean, I went to Catholic school as mm-hmm. well, went to Ursula, and then went to UC. Yeah. And so when did you get into pageants? Because you, you are currently Miss yes. Ohio. Uh, I started, I did my first pageant, which was Miss Greater Butler County's Outstanding Teen mm. in 2015. Okay. I was a junior in high school, so I was pretty old. I was on the older end. It was my only year I could compete in the teen program before I aged out. Okay. So I gave it a shot. And the funny thing is, the first pageant I competed in, only two of us com- like were competing for the title. And they ended up crowning both of us at the end oh, of great. it. Everybody wins. So I was like, I don't really know if I'm good at this or not, but I'm going to, I guess, okay, great. So I went to the state pageant and... Did pretty well. I was fourth runner up. Yeah, I was fourth runner up. Your first, it was my time. first big pageant. Yeah, so I was like cool. I tap danced and sang for my talent. Wow. At the same time. What song did you sing? Um, forget about the boy from Thoroughly Modern Millie. I have no idea what that means, but it. I, I was, was told great. it was the biggest mistake I've made in <laughs> well, my least, pageant career. Well, at, least you, at least you made it <laughs> like early. early yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably why I didn't win. Okay. They, they, they so said. Plus, I needed help. Like, I wore these big fake eyelashes and did ring you, like curly hair that was really frizzy. And did you have any help? No. So this was me and my mom. Like, we we didn't know anything about. We treated it like dance. So I I was on dance team before gotcha. I started. Okay. Um, competitive dance and you know the moms are so involved at dance that's why there's dance moms and, you yeah. know they're backstage and they're they're helping with this they're helping with that and we got to the pageant world and like moms aren't allowed backstage moms aren't allowed to do anything so that was kind of a shock because I was prepared to have my mom's help like curling my hair or mm-hmm. you know getting in my dress and I found out I had to do it all by myself which was great I guess hence it, the it was a, hair hence, and, the, <laughs> and like the really bad makeup. The really uh, well, bad. You're so low maintenance. Like you're you barely now, wear any makeup. Now I am. I definitely went. So I was still struggling with acne pretty bad when I okay. competed for the team pageant. So I was piling it on there and mm-hmm. just kind of overcompensating. And growing up doing theater, I was exposed to makeup at such a young age. I mean, I started wearing makeup to school in like sixth grade. Wow. Because I was doing theater and yeah. got used to seeing myself 
and then I got acne and then it just kind of snowballed and yeah, now this is the first kid. time in my life I feel confident not wearing makeup because I did Accutane finally really? like a year ago and it was the best decision. Wow. Do you think that helped you build a lot of confidence? Yeah. Going because the, you're so down to earth. Like, I, no, I, no, you would never know that you're Miss U.S. Miss Ohio. Miss, <laughs> Miss Ohio. <laughs> yeah. I, I think not growing up doing pageants mm-hmm. has helped a lot just because I... In theater, I dealt with a lot of rejection, especially here in Cincinnati. Like, mm-hmm. the theater scene here is brutal. Really? Yeah. And little pe- not many people know that, but I, and I, when I say I did theater in elementary school, like, I did theater. Like, I was professional, getting paid. It wasn't, like, my oh. school performances. Oh. So, like, where did you do that through? Covedale, Cincinnati Children's Theater. Okay. So, like. That's a world I didn't know existed Yeah, here I was locally. in a world premiere of a musical. This is when I peaked at, like, yeah. age 11. Awesome. And yes. some guys from Broadway were testing a new musical, and. I was picked to do it out of yeah. every single child actor in the city, mm-hmm. and I peeped. And oh, stop! <laughs> you have yet to peek. You have yet to peek. <laughs> and, but I, I dealt with a lot of rejection, and I think that that's made me humble yeah. because I really I wasn't the best at theater when I started, and really had to work work for it. Yeah. And same thing with pageants was I, I didn't come in the best. I came in clueless and. Mm-hmm knew it was something I could do though so I, I put in the time and the effort and a lot of girls think you know the competition starts when you're on stage but it starts years before I mean I prepared for Miss Ohio America Miss Ohio USA a year in advance for both of them and what does that preparation mean in, entail it's a lot of mental growth physical growth, uh, just understanding yourself and why you're doing it and then developing a brand. Okay. So what are there like certain things that you did or that beauty Queens do to like, is there some sort of, so I fast track, my fast track was like life coaching essentially. And after I competed in my second teen pageant, I had a woman reach out to me over Instagram saying she saw a lot of potential in me and offered to have me come to her, her workshop. Okay. Little did I know that she was going to like change my life and become mm-hmm. my best friend and eventually my sister because she was a Miss Ohio in 2010. And who is this? Becky Minger. Okay. She's based out of Louisville and she definitely was the reason why this all happened yeah. because she likes picked me and my mom up my mom too like my mom got coaching through all of this and you know figured out my pieces and like put them together and streamlined me into where I am now Mm -hmm. and it she was through me through my Miss America process and she was with me through my Miss America Mm -hmm. process and the Miss USA process if you could really briefly say throughout that mentorship Mm -hmm. um, what was the most influential piece of advice or the most impactful piece of advice you gained from her to elevate and evolve Hmm. elevate that's my yeah that's my spoken that's my word of the year this year is it really yes wait so I want to know like but how did you 
Like, what type of things that you do? I feel like as someone who's, I'm a super tomboy, mm-hmm. and I know nothing about the beauty pageant world except for what I've seen in movies. And everything that I've learned from you so far since I've known you mm-hmm. this past month is completely opposite of everything yeah. I ever thought about it. So the cool thing about working with Becky was she was just getting started as I was getting mm-hmm. started. So I've kind of gotten to grow with her through this, and she's gotten... Um, certified by the Perfect Face Cosmetics while mm-hmm. I was working with her and, you know, has just really grown her business. And so she kind of touched into the beauty industry. So I got all the information with like doing makeup and how it shapes my face depending on which way I mm. do it. So I, before Miss America, I was sending her pictures every single morning like I had to practice my makeup every day and I would send her pictures. So she helped me in that field. And then we would spend hours at her kitchen counter, just like talking about politics and my opinions. And we had like our own little view show in her. Cause I mean, we butt heads on some things too. And again, when I was starting this, I was 18. So politics to me, I I didn't find it interesting. I knew I was going to vote. Uh, I knew Trump and Hillary were running for Mm -hmm. presidency, and that was about it. So I kind of had to really start to figure out where I stood on things. And I'm almost glad I started developing political opinions as I started in pageantry because you have to have very moderate opinions when you're Mm -hmm. doing pageants because you can't offend someone on the judging table. And I think it really helped me kind of see both sides and have this open perspective on things. I definitely have my opinions, but Mm -hmm. it was a very healthy way for me to develop political opinions. So we dealt with like the political side and then she helped me brand my Instagram and brand my mission and brand, you know, everything that I had to offer as a pageant contestant. And then eventually that has transformed into what I have to offer just as Alice and life and, I think after Miss USA, the best thing she could say to me was like, you're not getting rid of me yet. Like, I'm here to help you become successful and be, and even though she's a pageant coach, like I said, it was, it was honestly life coaching and Mm -hmm. I mean, would not be as mature as I am or as I was even. I mean, I was a very mature 18 year old. It was, I skipped like three years of my life mentally. Mm -hmm. I tell people because I, I didn't have an option. Like I was thrown into this and had to travel the state of Ohio in a company car with a company card at the age of 18 and go by myself and I would go speak to kids my age. Like that was, yeah, that was my life for a year and now I'm back at it. And so you're 21 now Yes, and you're at UC and you're, are you in your, about to be your senior year? Junior. Junior. So when I was Miss Ohio the first time, so Miss Ohio America, I had to take a year off of school because it was a full-time job. Like, I was traveling four to five times a week around Ohio. I've been to every weird little city in Ohio. My favorite was Napoleon, Ohio, where they, where I crowned the tomato queen. Oh. (laughs) And how was that? It was honestly, that was one of my favorite events I attended as a title holder. Really? It was it was just a small town and they were all so excited mm-hmm. and it was like this huge festival and they had it was like something out of a movie yeah and it was just it was nice it was refreshing charming small yeah. town life yeah man i miss that small i town know life being a city there. girl i was like wow 
This is <laughs> this is something you don't see every day. I know, right? Well, it goes to tell like there's so many different walks of life happening all day, every day. Yes. It definitely exposes you to so much and must change your perspective in ways you, you didn't think possible. It does. Just this job in general. It, I mean, just seeing the cultural differences in our small state of Ohio mm-hmm. was very eye-opening. Because I feel like, I mean, I tell people Cincinnati is kind of a little bubble sometimes because I feel like with the high schools and everything, we, we're all kind of bred the same and... 100%. I don't know. It's a little yeah. bubble, and you get outside of it, and you're like, whoa. You know, this is, I Life mean. Is crazy different. And, you know, some of the things that people my age were dealing with, you know, in small towns, I mean, they were pressured to get married and not go to college. And I had to give some of these girls advice on what what I think they should do. But I was like, I've never, you know, I've never had that pressure mm-hmm. because that's I'm, I've always been expected to go to college. Yeah. And then hearing a girl be like, well, my mom wants me to get married and have babies at the age of 20. Same thing, but crazy different. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm 18. And, like, mm-hmm. I have to give you advice. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. You know, just a friend helping a friend. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's, I always said that I said I want to be a peer to the Mm -hmm. girls that I speak to because I was and I still am I'm so young as a pageant title holder I don't ever want to be this untouchable role model Mm -hmm. like I almost hated the word role model because I feel like sometimes you're trying to become that role model or you're trying to emulate that role model and that can become very unhealthy I more wanted to be a friend that was giving advice on you know beauty and being confident and what um, when you look at role models what do you think is an important um, component that a role model authentic and approachable Mm -hmm. and humble and down to earth because I don't when I was picturing myself as Miss Universe or Miss USA I never wanted a girl to look at me and be like oh my gosh I can never be that I can never Mm -hmm. compete for Miss USA because I don't look like her I don't act like her I don't yada 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 and I think that's the biggest mistake that girls who want to compete in pageants make is they count themselves out before they've even given it a shot and I always get asked what's the biggest piece of advice you can give a new girl competing in a pageant and I always say use that fresh newness like to your advantage because so many girls copy each other after years and years of competing and they think they have to fit this form and then you come in and do something completely mm-hmm. different because you're not used to that and you're going to blow them away and you're, they're going to win you and the winner of Miss Ohio has been I'm the second girl in a row to be new has have never competed before oh. and I was like maybe this is a trend we're starting because yeah. the last girl this was her first big pageant she competed in this was my first time in the USA system and I think I think that helps and I think that's what they're looking for nowadays not to say that if you've competed in pageants you can't yeah. win it but you have to kind of bring this freshness to the table well I know you're really new to the pageant world but it seems like pageants have dramatically changed over the past we'll say 20 years yeah for sure in America in general it's so much more than just beauty now it's it's really a a fast track to just bettering yourself Mm -hmm. and it's a really empowering tool for women and I think that regardless of winning the crown or not like you have the opportunity to go home a winner Mm -hmm. because 
you're constantly bettering yourself. You're constantly setting new goals. You're meeting so many women that share the same values as you and, you know, have that drive and have that motivation. And you don't need the crown to, you know, gain all of that. I think one of the best stories is my good friend who was also coached by Becky. Mm -hmm. She was first runner up last year at Miss Ohio. Um, and this was her second time competing and she had, has had the biggest transformation I've ever seen for a pageant girl. She grew up doing theater, but just like really came into herself and understood herself and, you know, graduated from college and now she's a full-time anchor on a news channel. Oh, great. And, you know, just because she didn't win, didn't mean like her life was over. She went on to live her get her dream job and I think that's awesome elevating elevating and evolving and you know becoming who she wanted to be but she didn't need the crown to do Mm -hmm. that and like that's where she was going to end up anyways but I think Miss Ohio and just the process of it prepared her to do that and to get that job you know maybe I seem um crazy naive and I really am just I don't know anything about the pageant world Mm -hmm. at all so when I before I met you I'd never met I've never met a beauty queen (laughs) And or a pageant girl at all. And I thought that once you like become a beauty queen, you just stay and work in that system forever. And that's your life. No. And that's what people do. Right. Like you, I don't want to say you guys, but beauty queens go mm-hmm. off and are moms and have careers or and they just live normal lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that a lot of us do. But I think a lot of us also have bigger ambitions mm-hmm. and I genuinely hope that Miss Ohio falls off my resume. Okay. Because I don't that if that's the biggest thing I amount to, like Oh, good for you. I'm bummed for myself. Yeah. Because what pageants really are are a gateway to bigger and better things. And so many girls do, you know, aspire to just go to Miss America, which is great, but most of them have other dreams and ambitions and you know, yeah. Miss America might just be something on their bucket list or their hobby that they've been working towards and you know it is a hobby for a lot of people, but sometimes you hit it big and you get to go to Miss America and it can it can really change your life. But I, I don't think it should be the biggest thing that you amount to. What made you want to get into pageants? So growing up doing musical theater, I did all of this crazy, brutal training for like 11 years of my mm-hmm. life. Dance, singing, acting, intensives, all this all that jazz mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> hey <laughs> i love chicago <laughs> for years and i was all of a sudden like i don't want to major in musical theater there's so i that's all i had known mm-hmm. i was like there's so much more to explore just to understand than musical theater and i almost since i was in the professional field of it at such a young age i was like okay i've kind of done I've kind of done it do I really want to major in this and like make that my whole life and I decided no about I, right before I started the pageant so around my junior year and it was kind of an identity crisis mm-hmm. because I had given up everything to do musical theater sports friends like social life yeah because all you I was them. all I was doing was rehearsing like those yeah. t-shirts you say you see sometimes that say sorry I have rehearsal on them like that yeah. was my life Mm, I understand. All the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, crap, what am I going to do? I can't join a sports team. I don't have the training. I can't, you know, 
I kind of got into fashion, but I was like, I haven't taken the art classes. I don't have mm-hmm. a portfolio. I'm a junior in high school. Like, my time is coming. What the heck am I going to do? And I had a family friend that was Miss Ohio's Outstanding Teen. And in the America system, you have to have a talent. And I was like, wow, okay, so I can use all this training, Mm -hmm. and I can also explore fashion, Mm -hmm. because style is one of the four points of the crown. Yes. Community service, I can be more involved in my community, in my school, because you have to do that, and get scholarship money, so I can actually go to school. I love how with all of these factors, you've said, I can. Yeah. Like, this has given me an opportunity. uh, These are all opportunities. So, obviously, you're very ambitious and progressive about it. Yeah. And I I think it was kind of a catalyst for me to, like, actually do it. Because when I was doing musical theater so intensely, I was like, I'm not going to have time to be involved. I'm not going to have time to run for student body president. I'm not going to have time to go volunteer because I, I truly did it. Like, I went to school, went to rehearsal, came home and slept. Repeat. Like, yeah. that was that was it. And it, it really opened, opened my eyes to other opportunities. And because the talent is only one portion of it, I could kind of step away from all the time I was dedicating to practicing and rehearsals and whatnot. And I was, I mean, with my 11 years of training, like, my talent was already really good. Like, I didn't yeah. have to stress about it all too much because that's, I mean, that was my life. Yeah. And that's just kind of how I how I found pageants was it, it was a way to try new things, but I didn't sacrifice the 11 years of yeah. a lot of money and training. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I must say, so now you live in Over the Rhine. Yes. And you're just like a normal girl. I am. You really are. I cannot get over this. I look at you and I'm like, you are yeah. such a normal human I, being. I mean, I think the, the least normal thing about me is I'm just not getting my four-year degree traditionally. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of where I'm at is I... So I hang, I hang out at the Ziegler um, Park... Mm-hmm. Um, what is that called? Swimming pool this yes. summer. Am I going to see you there? Maybe. Okay. I walked by it yesterday. You're on the it's like because I have I go to the Cincinnati Sports Club, so oh, I have right. I have a pool there because that's where I work out. But I also, you know, if I ever have friends that want to go to the pool, I feel like that'll be my option it's because one. it's easy and I don't have to like go through all the guest yeah stuff. Um, so now, what do you want to do moving forward? So I, right now, my goal is to become a full-time model. Mm-hmm. And my reason for that is it's always been something that's interested me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now's the time to do it because I'm in shape. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I have the time to put towards it. But also my campaign at Miss USA was not editing my photos or photoshopping. Yeah. And just being authentic. And I think that's what we need to be seeing on the cover of our magazines or on advertisements. And what better way to promote that than being the girl that's unedited. So you want to be the unedited girl all the time. Yes. Which I understand that's not always going to be the case as a Mm -hmm. model because sometimes that's out of your discretion. But when I've talked to people about being a model, I've always wanted to be Alice and then a model. I've never wanted mm-hmm. to be the faceless model. So it would be more, you know, doing the job, but being an ambassador on my social media. Because I feel like a big part of a model's career now is their social media and their yeah. Instagram. And if I'm not editing any of my photos on my Instagram, maybe it'll 
trickle over. And I'm sure there would be some companies that would love to do that. There's already so many companies out there not editing their photos anymore. Dove, Airy, CVS, Walgreens, they're all... Oh, great. I didn't know all of this. Yeah. They're taking steps towards making it known. They're not Mm -hmm. editing their photos. And I'm getting ready to do the Sports Illustrated swimsuit auditions. I remember you saying, talking about this before. Yeah. When are these? So the, the in-person audition is July 13th, but I'm going to submit a video beforehand, right. like a one-minute video on my Instagram, uh, which is just going to be me talking about why I want why I want to do it. And I want to do it because I want to be the first swimsuit model in Sports Illustrated that's unedited and not retouched. Because I think that would be freaking awesome. That would be freaking awesome. <laughs> because Sports Illustrated is in such a time where they are taking untraditional, I say with quotes, untraditional model. No one's untraditional, but mm-hmm. unfortunately with how the model, modeling industry has shaped our opinions, I mean, I'm a non-traditional model in that sense because I'm 5'7". Mm-hmm. I'm not 5'9". I got freckles. I'm, you know, I'm more athletic, built, and... Oh my gosh, well, obviously I know nothing about the modeling yeah, world. You know, like, you're perfect to me. It's, I mean, it's just what, unfortunately, what it's shaped out to be. Yeah. And they're really embracing that and kind of taking a stand to be you different. It's someone who has been raised, I've always been obsessed with models. All growing mm-hmm. up, personally, um, I always wanted to be a model in the yeah. fashion. My, my mother was, and my grandmother was traveler and, and was in a sense mm-hmm. um, as well but I always wanted to be like you know you want to be like your mom and my right mom was. right my time growing up I'm a little bit older but it's got to be the same and we all know like just in media there's mm-hmm. so much negativity towards the modeling world and all this stuff you know um, but what I've always thought in, in, in my time in working entertainment in LA as well is that this is just like part of the job. Like if it you're is. going to be doing this, this is just part of it. And if mm-hmm. you think it's getting out of control, I do think there's a, there are a lot of negative habits to it. There are also a lot of negative habits to being a professional athlete. Exactly. Or to doing my job here in the radio. I got this job because I have these components that not mm-hmm. everybody else has. And that has to be, you know what I mean? That was such, uh, I had a moment with that, I think a couple years ago I finally had to sit down with myself and like admit to myself Alice you want to be a model yeah because I kept telling myself it was wrong to want to be a model because you know they don't go to school I mean it was just Mm -hmm. it's untraditional Mm -hmm. to what I grew up Catholic school girl thinking I had to go to college for four years get my degree and then settle down have kids you know whatever yeah but I want the lifestyle and I want the following and I want the I just want the platform to share my yeah. message and I want to do it well I mean I've dabbled in modeling like so far and mm-hmm. by no means am I professional I'm, I'm doing a photo shoot for King's Island on Thursday that's exciting I get to ride roller coasters which I like five in the morning that's amazing isn't that cool yeah so there's been a few jobs here and there in Cincinnati and it's the like it's the coolest job because you're never doing the same thing mm-hmm. you're always meeting new people and it's fun. Like, it's so fun. And it's, I don't want to say it's because it's not easy, but it's just like, it's exciting. And yeah. because it's exciting, it's easy for me to do, if that makes sense. If that makes complete sense. Because, you know, job I have either. a part-time job. Really? So what is it? I work at Cycle Bar, Hyde oh, Park. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I work the front desk and I love it. But yeah. I mean, it gets, it's the same thing every yeah. single day. And I 
think about that in a nine to five setting. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, uh-uh, it's not, that's not for me. I was listening to NPR this morning and they were talking about how nine to five jobs are a thing of the past for millennials now. It's just not. I think so. We all know that you can do anything you want to mm-hmm. now. It's, <laughs> I don't want to say it's terrible. I don't think it is well, at all. With, I think it breeds better mental health. With phones and, you know, technology and whatnot. I mean, you can do anything. I mean, my mom's a perfect example of it. She does it from home. She does it on an airplane. She does it yeah. in Australia. And, you know, that that's is so cool. That's I mean, she's not a millennial, but she's yeah, that's just what jobs are shaping out to be now. Yeah. Well, if you're not a part of the future, then you're just a part of the past. Yeah. So that's good. Alice Magato. Yes. Not Magato. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's so funny about that is like every time I say Magato, it's like I picture Will Ferrell holding the dog with his hair, which just makes me giggle. Oh, is it Zoolander? Zoolander. Yeah, okay, I've heard that before. I have. I've honestly never seen it. People just always (gasps) got to see it. Somebody (laughs) wants to be a model and is a model. You've got to see. Some people always bring that up to me. I'm like, I've never seen it. Oh my god, don't see the second one. I think there are two or three. Only watch the first one and keep it there. Okay, literally watch it today. It's one of those movies. The first time I saw it. This is a true story. We'll have to edit this out. The first time I saw it, I was literally making out with my high school boyfriend. He had just gotten back from, like, football camp or something. And we were, like, on his couch making out. And the movie was on. And I kept laughing. Laughing? And I was like, I'm sorry. We can't do this anymore. I have to watch this movie. And then I watched the movie the whole time and just laughed hysterically. That's it's one so of my favorites. Funny. It's so huh. um, stupid, hilarious humor. Okay. And as someone who I also love fashion and modeling world. Mm-hmm. So. Good deal. I'll watch oh it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming Thank in here. Thank you for having Congratulations me. Congratulations on everything. And good luck to you. I'm very, very confident to say that, like, I knew you when. Oh. And I got to interview Thank you. Thank you. It's a special time in your life. So. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part yes. of the person of interest, with Jeff Thomas. And uh, I just bumped the mic. Good luck. What are you going to do for the rest of your day today? I have to work. It's huh. oh, cycle bar. It's <laughs> cycle bar. No, I've never been to class there. It's, I should. It's really, it's life changing. I think it's a fun workout, which you don't find very often. And the forty-five minutes goes quick, which cool. is always the goal. Cool.